Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. I'm Gareth Barker. No Stephen this week. Um, again, slacking off. Where is he? Pathetic. Don't care. Ah. <laughs> Haircut? Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Different part of his body, though. Um, yeah, that was the voice of uh, the internet's Chris Weatherspoon. <laughs> How are we getting on in there at the moment, Why Chris? This How's it thing? going? Why is this we thing now? The you just moved house, haven't you? I have you had a petrol bomb house. yet? Or um, is it no, still intact? no, but that, that's why I left the last place. The address, the address got out. Did you get doxxed? Did I get doxxed? What does that mean? That your address was given out. Ah, right. Internet lunatics. Means. Okay. He knows what it means, so it might have been Craig Clark. Mm, that was I the other voice. Been... The voice of Sunderland ladies now at Everton, <laughs> if you ever go. Or not all, well, the Stadium of Light. They should, have been, they should have been playing the first home game at Everton on Wednesday, but it's being played away at Middlesbrough. Instead. Yeah, I saw that. It's... Billingham, isn't it? It is. That, and I won't be the voice on Sunday because I'm on a stag do. Pathetic. But then um, I will be available for the women's <laughs> team announcing to, after that. Don't have to justify yourself to me. I don't think they're going to be listening. Are there any as women as going in, on the stag do? What do you think? Um, well, um, you're the voice of Sunderland ladies, so... It, it's a stag do, and surprisingly <laughs> enough, Sunderland's women's team will be playing football on Sunday. No, no, I didn't mean that the women from the team. I just yeah. went... How many, how many women have been on the last stag do you went on, Chris? Well, I mean, well let's not talk about the last stag do. They're going to do a reaction pod from the stag do. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, let's uh, move on quickly. Luckily, we're not playing this week. Yeah, I would have missed yeah. the Burton game. I, d- I hadn't realised, but uh, obviously I would have missed that. Yeah. So I'm quite grateful. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> yeah, it got moved. It's got a good start after you got that digging, uh, yeah, Chris, that, against that Stephen downhill. being bald, and now you just back where you are, where you belong, really yeah, at the bottom. It's gone downhill. It's getting slaughtered, it? which is great. But you know, spent <laughs> two minutes um, not talking about um, the game at the weekend. Obviously, we didn't talk about the game at the weekend, but Did talk about the end of the transfer window um, proper, as we'll say um, now, because the the European windows closed. <laughs> how trendy. Um, that we've been involved in that. Um, so, yeah, that's gone now, and we can assess what we're left with moving forward, um, unless there's some, you know, free, I don't know how it works, Bolton just seem to be signing people today. They might sign people into the night. Who knows you what would, allowances have been made. Um, if, if there's if they've got a bunch of, like, if there's unattached players, surely they so can just have them. move. So we can have them, can't we, as well? Well, yeah, I, I would have is thought Any unattached so. left-backs that we've heard of? <laughs> <laughs> we don't need one now. We've signed this Leeds guy. The Leeds guy. I That's can't remember his name. Lovens de Bock. De Bock. Mm. Super de Bock. Obviously, we... know nothing about him because I don't think he's really played for Leeds. Has he? No, it doesn't sound like he has. But now the last fullback we signed, who'd barely <coughs> played for their club side in the last two years, was Conor McLaughlin, and he's looked well. <laughs> interesting so far <laughs> he's certainly been on the pitch um, <laughs> but <laughs> we should talk about things that happened on the pitch as Conor McLaughlin reverted to his um, comfortable left back role and I our, do feel uh, sorry for yeah, him yeah. by the way in that regard and obviously Luke O'Nine reverted to his now natural position of right back um, on at the weekend, Na- and natural it, position he played, he's played there for like half a season and it's like hey, that's solved yeah, the right back now. problem no, really, I'm not, I'm not it sure. It feels like we've always had fullback problems over the years. God, can you remember how long we went without a left back? We just kept loaning a new one every season. Danny Collins that. played there so for like a bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. We're back to normal. Yeah, Danny Collins obviously played there. Got Player of the Year. But he was Phil a Bardi played there. Yeah, there's a, a right back playing at left back. Jack um, Colback. Yes, he mm. did. And right back available. 
available. He is available. Let's get him in and have a, a two <laughs> centre midfielders. It full back the inverted Moyes, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Whitehead obviously did a stint at right back. Kieran Richardson yeah, at left back. Um, he became a better left back yeah. than a midfielder, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, who else was at right back? We've had other midfielders Did, play I'm right sure. back. Anton Curry Gardner. There, that was the one Curry I was thinking Gardner. of. Yeah. Anton Ferdinand. Anton Ferdinand got to run yeah. out of right back. I remember that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is... They can't uh, be that hard to find. No, over having... 10 years of filling in. Yeah. Everyone else had. has one. Why and don't we, we just get one? We've got one. Well, we've got two. Three yeah. now, sorry. We've got And plus oh nine. Well, we'll come on to the the squad strength and you know all that kind of stuff what's happened at the end of the window later um but i mean we were discussing the game before we get right into the the crux of it we lost the game three nil i don't really think i could the third one maybe but i'd find it difficult to blame the back four as a defensive unit for the goals i know that you know, nine got drawn towards the ball for the third one and kind of fell over. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, obviously the first one was a free kick, and the second one um, was on. We got broken on from from an attack and set play, and people were just trying to recover. So, but I thought I didn't personally think there was much in the game um, until it, you know I didn't think either side were great. Um, and then when it when it went to two 0 we just well. We all know what happened when we went to two 0 Just went, we just went wrong for for about twenty <laughs> minutes, and then we looked better with it. nine men by the end of it. Um, but yeah, you had a look like you were going to have a sizzling hot take there, Chris. Oh no, deliver I, I, it. I, I he was, was actually I, looking I at was, me. I was setting Craig up. No, I was. <laughs> um, I, I was just going to say. I mean, to be honest, Craig is probably a better judge because you were actually there, weren't you? Doesn't mean you're a better judge. You're at the other end of the ground for two of the goals for one thing, aren't you? And. Plus, you're intoxicated and stuff, and I mean, <laughs> intoxicated and stuff. Well, there was there was people next to me. I mean, fighting, physically fighting at towards what was that the like? end was of the game. Who won? Um, it's just a bit pathetic in the, in the end. I think pathetic. there was there wasn't really a proper ending <laughs> to that. People were broken. Thank, no, joking aside, I think people were kept apart. But there were. Look, we've seen this happen before, where we've. It's weird, isn't it? It's almost like a reflection of what happened on the pitch. They lost the discipline. Especially Wyke. Um, I mean, that challenge for the second yellow is utterly horrific. The man's off the pitch, and uh, it never mind a second yellow card. I mean, it was just a straight red, really. That wasn't it. Yeah, well, I, I think like, well, obviously the performance and result were disappointing, but I, I found it really disappointing that we we appeared to completely lose our discipline. I mean, we we saw last year teams are going to wind us up. Teams are going to try to get a reaction, and. When you see things like Saturday, it feels like we haven't learned, learned from that at all. I know, it, well, I mean, I suppose they were winding us up from a different point of view because last year teams were winding us up to try and get a result. Peterborough already had a result on Saturday <laughs> and, and we're busy just taking the piss. But like, I mean, I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, they've op- they've appealed to O'Neill's red card tonight, and it should be rescinded. Yeah, because it's pathetic. But well, to- the way Tony's gone down, it'll yeah. probably mean that he'll get banned, well, and the, rightly yeah. so. So the but, only thing that the, the might work against O nine is in League One. There's literally one camera angle, and the only thing that might he might not get it rescinded for, and it's a stretch. I think it should be rescinded. I'm not saying I don't, but 
you kind of see what his right arm's doing. Well, you yeah. can, there was a video that clearly shows it on Twitter. So if it's on there, the club could submit that as evidence. Are they allowed to do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, I haven't seen that video. I haven't seen that video. There's a portfolio yeah, of evidence you could submit. It doesn't even look like a punch on that yeah, video. Last, last it just looks year, like he puts his arm across him. The reason Powers down at Walsall got rescinded was because they that's put the right. Netflix footage forward, yeah. which some would see as an unfair advantage, but I don't care. Well, but obviously that's slightly well, different. Well, it's an unfair advantage to play with wrongfully have to play with uh, 10, you know 10 well, minutes was 70 10. minutes exactly. in the game when you were well on top but, but anyway but going back to what we were saying about discipline I, th- I think it's just look like we're getting made 3-0 team players are going to get frustrated and that but just don't get involved like at the end of the day like we are I don't, I don't care what anybody says I don't care if it sounds arrogant we are meant to be one of the best teams in this league don't react don't like okay we're 3-0 down don't don't go daft don't like Charlie White's out for three. Like, how, how stupid? No, he'd be Char- out for one game. Oh, he's game. only out for one game, is he? Because, sorry. But he could have. be out for three. Yeah, yeah sorry. He won't be. If, if this other angle's conclusive, he's sorry, not, what it's going to get rescinded. What I was going to say was, sorry, was Charlie White could have put himself out for three games. Yeah. When he's been identified clearly as the main man up front currently. Because he's the one who's starting all the league games, so it's like, how how stupid do you have to be? Like he's finally got it. He's finally got a run of games. To be fair to him, he's he's had a couple of decent performances here and there. I'm, I'm not going to say he's been great every week, but just don't don't do it. Don't rise to it. The game's gone. It's it's completely stupid. And we saw we saw it last season. We saw stupid, petulant red cards for no other reason than people got wound up. Well, like, it was similar in the home game against Peterborough when Oviedo, yeah. who should really know better. I mean, he really should. And he lost his head, and you know that kind of lack of discipline, and amongst other things um, that we saw on Saturday, and have seen in other games this season, does, in my opinion, raise some concerns. And when we were talking after the Wimbledon win in Quinns Bar at the stadium, and I'd said about pressure, this is exactly what I was talking about. Now, obviously, we'd be Burnley in the midweek, and that was excellent. But we are constantly a defeat away or a defeat with a pretty... Uh, now, I'm going to call it a dreadful performance because of the lack of discipline. And shipping three goals away to promotion rival isn't really acceptable. No. And also, it look, Wimbledon are, are a dreadful site. We've beaten a bunch of teams we should be beating. And I look at Rochdale and one of the goals they scored on the weekend, and I look at the way they played against us, and I think, why are they better than the sum of their parts and we look worse than the sum of ours? And that is a, that to me is a concern and it has been all season. No, I, I would agree. I mean, I think we'll probably cover that better when we talk about recruitment and the squad and whatnot. But no, I, I, I fully agree. And I think I think the problem is, like, I always thought Saturday was going to be a difficult game, but I think it's the manner of it. Like, if we've gone there, I got beat 1-0. Yeah. And, and it was a great free kick. Which came about in dubious circumstances. Well, the goalkeeper probably should have done well, better. It's gone right in the middle of the goal. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. But it's weird because if you if you watch if you see it from if you see it from behind the go- the goal, it actually shows that he just just as the referee blows, he's still like pretty much on his post, and then he moves back into the middle, and so he's kind of he's he's not even ready for it, and he's got plenty of time to be ready for it. So I'm not you really shouldn't sure. Don't if it goes in the top corner. Fair enough, but you shouldn't be getting beaten through them in the middle of the goal from thirty-five yards. He's got plenty. He's no, he put plenty of pace on the ball. Like, Aye, but, to, to, but I agree. I, I must. T- I wonder whether. I wonder whether he's a little bit unsettled because he uh, has not been as good this season as he I, was last I season. I think that's a stretch. I think, like, look, look at the end of the day, like, like 
sometimes go like Ed, he's a good goalkeeper we know he's a good goalkeeper he's one of the best keepers in the league but keepers make mistakes and keepers, but he's, he's not made he's made several now mm. where the well, mis- switch one wasn't great was it and, and you're right but yeah. I, I don't know that it means he's un- i mean to well i'm not sorry. saying it means he's unsettled okay we know his contract if, is an issue so you're saying he wants out craig is no that no not at way? all quite the opposite <laughs> so you're saying he hates the club craig is that what you're saying <laughs> i think he might want the contract situation resolved i think i'll be honest i i agree I, i'm not gonna say that the two are definitely linked but i think if we're separate me neither by the way it was just speculation yeah, <laughs> i would agree that it it certainly won't help because I mean he's said himself um, if if it's not on the table he can't sign it which to me is a player saying give us give a, me something stick a to sign on the table <laughs> so I can sign it but getting getting back to the match itself though I just thought like yeah okay if you get beat one nil and like okay it might be the goalkeeper's fault it might be a good good free kick or something it's not you don't you don't want to get beat but it's not as disastrous. As the way we end up feeling when the final whistle went on Saturday, and I just, I just thought it was really quite disheartening because, truthfully, I know we've gone on this five-game winning run. I didn't think, apart from the Wimbledon game, I thought we were great against Wimbledon. I think that's the best we've played since probably Good Friday against Doncaster. It has but, to be caveated with the fact they are they shocking. are. But you can only yeah, beat what exactly, There's yeah. loads of shocking you, teams I mean, in the league. We, but we've, we've drawn and we've drawn with them last season. We so. played. Te- we played. No, teams. we didn't. We'll be no, I'm saying we've drawn with shocking teams last oh, no, season oh, where we right. should have won the we game. We played teams so who, the, were, who were terrible. So the and Wim- we haven't beat them, like Gareth just said. So I think the I think the Wimbledon game for me, I, I found that really promising. I thought, look, we did a job. We did exactly what we should be doing. But I just want one thing I would say about that is when we win games like that. I don't think it looks because of any collective brilliance. It looks like because we've got better individuals who click. I wouldn't so what disagree. I want to know is why? Why do we? Where's this? Where's the collective? I just don't see it at all. There doesn't seem to be a real. Like one of my friends said, and and I think he's got a good point. We look like a well-drilled team in training, who don't know then what to do when they get in the final third. Yeah, and that's I, a big problem. That's been the case, in my opinion, since January. Um, I agree. Since it's since, exactly when he pointed that out, me, me obviously pointing towards what he said, and I thought was a really incisive point, was that Magic creating space with his movement made us look like a better drilled did, yeah. team than we were. It did. So, I mean, to be to be honest, like I mean, like I thought start last season, I thought Lyndon Gooch was going to be like our standout player, apart from maybe Magic and that, because. Them two especially seem to link up really well. When and like Honeyman, the three of them together, and, I thought yeah. were really good. And um, Gucci has dropped off a cliff since. Like I, he's actually he started the season quite well. Actually, he's but struggling to it, get into games again. Yeah. That's where it is, isn't it? He can't. He doesn't seem to be able to influence anything, even yeah. though he probably feels as though he's running around a lot and, and trying to make something happen. It just isn't happening for him. I'll be honest. I think, to me anyway, our biggest. Biggest issue, and I know we'll come on about recruitment and that, but our biggest issue is in the centre of midfield, um, we look really, really one-paced and one-dimensional. Like, I thought, I said, I could understand him changing the team back from Wednesday night, because at the end of the day, I know they beat the Premier League team, but it was a cup game. He quite clearly rang the changes to give people minutes, and, and yeah, okay, to give people a chance to impress, but I, they'd played well the weekend before. So I had no issue whatsoever with them changing the team back apart from, and I said before the game kicked off, I said I would have had Dobson in yeah, the team. Agreed. Because cause he, gives you a bit of, he gives you a bit of energy. He, 
he moves the ball quicker. He moves the ball a lot quicker. I'm not look. I thought I thought his first game. I didn't think it was particularly great, but it was his first game. And I think I thought he it. did all right in his first game personally. I, I, I think he, he people was, have had mixed fine. He was just whatever. I mean, a lot of players struggled in that game though because yeah, the did. system was all over the place. But but the thing is, he at least offers you something different. Like to me, like look, I can understand the the appeal in signing Grant Ledbetter, but his his legs clearly aren't aren't he, there. He can be. play in home games against teams like Wimbledon, correct? And he shouldn't play. Yeah. Other than the, right. unfortunately, it's a real shame because like, the range of passing's there, yeah, it is. but he hasn't got the I mean, space to make the, the passes. The one positive you get out of the main positive, sorry, you get out of Ledbetter is the, the set pieces. Yeah, of course but it is. in the game itself, well, it just I passes just, him by, fit. especially, you know, it's. There's, I, I just I totally agree with you, Dobson. The way you play, I thought he was the best player on, on the pitch in, against uh, Burnley. Obviously, yeah. you were there for that game, by and the way. And he so should have, like, like, he should have. You know, if he, pl- I think you, you know, you would have added that athleticism yeah. and energy. Instead, but, we went back to. I can see why he went back to the team that, mm-hmm. you know, as best he could won like won the game previously because we played well. But if you've got those players to use, you know, there's plenty of games. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe he felt like that team was the right team, so that's up to him. But. I just think it gives you it gives you something like I said, and I'm not going to bang on about George anymore. But I said one of the things we'll miss, which people won't, people might not even agree with me on, or they might not even notice it or whatever, is you'll miss his energy when we have games where the two midfielders look too static. And the problem at the minute is if you play power and liberty together, power if if power isn't on form, which I thought he was against Wimbledon, I thought he was great against Wimbledon. If he doesn't turn up, then there's nothing driving through the middle of the park. I mean, we saw it in the playoff final, and that, that was pretty damning that, like, nine minutes into the playoff final, we were like, oh, shit. Like, power's so, gone off. Like, we haven't got anything to drive, so drive can, us on can, it. So can you explain to me why players like... All right, Ledbetter, you, could, you can throw out the fact that he's 33, 34, coming to the end of his career and stuff. So, you know, for all the failings of League One, players do have energy and, and stamina and stuff so they can get around players. But like Power, he's won the league twice with Wigan. Griggs won the league twice with Wigan. Why are these players... Yeah, you're going to have... You're not going to get constant great form because that's the level we're at. You're going to have to accept that players will have bad performances. But these are players who've gotten teams out. There's, you know, the, the team's full of League One experience at the top end. Didn't Maguire score like nearly 20 goals for Oxford one season or I'm something not sure, like I'm not that? Sure about that? Yeah, but I, I think like Maguire's a case in point. I think Maguire's very much a League One footballer. Right, well, because, because he can't him. do it on he can't do it on a consistent basis. All right, so forget him. McGeady, right? He had a stinker on yeah. Saturday. But one of the reasons he had a stinker is because I know you've mentioned this on other podcasts, Gareth, if, if he'd played centrally he'd have to come deeper and deeper. Well, he's coming deeper and deeper mm. looking for the ball anyway, and he's yeah. given it away on the edge of his own box. You've got a player like him. Our current strategy appears to be we'll have to get him the ball so we can make things happen. Yeah. And if they cut that off, we don't really seem to know what we're trying to do. It didn't really help at the weekend as well that McLaughlin was out there with him. Yeah. No, well, this Hume is the thing. gives him space yeah, because yeah. he'll push on. Yeah, Hume, Hume's more of a threat. It creates a threat for McGee. He creates an opportunity. He creates the gaps. Well, this, you know. this is the thing. The, the, the team's unbalanced. Like, we 
we have one, well, after today, we have two left-footed outfield players. That is, yeah, because obviously Ethan Robson's gone out on loan. Ethan Robson's gone. So, and to be fair, I kind of forgot about him because he, he's often injured. So Unfortunately. Think, you know I mean? So, yeah. so pre- prior to today, we had two still, but they were both, both kids who people are pretty much universal in saying, well, they're not, they're not there to play 46 games this season. They're not like first name on the team sheet. And the, the team's just completely unbalanced. And I just, like, it it just seems like, I think you you, you nailed it before, Craig. It, it feels exactly like it felt after Christmas last season where it's like, well, we've got the best individual players in the team, in the league. So we or some of the best individual players in the league. So we should be walking through teams, and it doesn't work like that. But I, I would say, you know, to counter that, we had won five on the bounce before that. And I think, <clears throat> I think, I feel as though personally, I get the overall criticisms of this style, and we had a bad end last season, and all this kind of thing. But we'd still won five on the bounce. We had a really good performance away to her. I know there was a lot of changes in that Burnley team, but we made eight changes and they had, you know, Drinkwater and Hendrick in the middle of the park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Players who've been in the England squad, Island, uh, Public Island squad. Drinkwater Drink won the league. league. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's a, a great result and we played very well in the game. Sometimes I wouldn't say that this, what we saw on Saturday was something that's commonly replicated. No, I, in, I, our, in terms of our results, we, agree, we don't yeah. often get beat that heavily. Well, we haven't, and we we, <laughs> we, we don't often get two players sent off in I, a game. I agree. It was it Hull the last time that happened? Was it? Remember that one? Was it too often the first half again? We only Dis- lost it one nil as well. Weirdly, we I think. Did, yeah, yeah, we did. Was, was it on goal? He who must not be named hit the bar in the second half. I think. Yeah. Um, was it? Was it? Um, was it on uh, goal? was in. Was it Quayle last scored on goal? I can't remember. Can't but, remember but anyway, anyway yeah, beside yeah. the point anyway, I suppose. Is but that was great, wasn't it? On what you're Happy saying. Days. Another fantastic <laughs> side. <laughs> on what you're saying, I, I do agree. I, and I'm look, I'm not saying that um, Saturday was like, like it's been waiting to happen. So I don't no. think we've been that bad. No. But I think my concern and, is... Uh, well, it, the game was pretty even up to 2-0. Well, I think my concern is that... Um, while we haven't quite been as catastrophically bad as Saturday ended up, we haven't been as the five wins in a row for me. Um, okay, look, the Burnley performance was a good performance, and Wimbledon was a good Played performance. Played well in the, against Portsmouth as well. It was, it was a good result against a team that looked Second like half. they're suffering well, that was a, that as much was a, as we but, are. This but season. then, but we beat them. We did. We just did. don't create any chances. That's my problem. Well, we have been we have been creating more chances recently against Wimbledon. Yeah, but we we put three past Wimbledon, three past Accrington, three past. I mean, I think, I think like, I'll be honest. I don't think there's one. But we, there's they're, one the they, they're the teams yeah. you play. They're the teams you play. So when you we, play, we rarely don't score in a game, which, and that was an oddity of the weekend that we didn't score. We we score in most games. But you think about last season, we only had one game in the league. All season, yeah, the Barnsley game, yeah, yeah the and Barnsley obviously game. the playoff semi. Um, oh well, yeah. I mean, but then you. Well, I think maybe I'm being too critical, but. You kind of you're looking at it, and that that Rochdale game sticks out like a sore thumb to me. I'm I'm sticking by it, like I said it after the game in in, in our group chat. We were played off the park, and they had I two. Go as far they as played they off the had park. they had a lot of the ball in the and they had half. more chances. Also, I, I they had two great chances at the end, and Peterborough are a team that take those chances. Yeah. So my point is, you 
you play a system in a team like we did on Saturday against any of the other teams that are decent, teams like Blackpool, Coventry, they are going to score goals against us. Like, and I'm, we had one shot on target on Saturday and yeah. we're back to having Did one we have, shot I think we had nine. The thing is, when you look at the stats in the game, they were actually quite even. I know the shots I'm on target were, one, I'm just yeah. saying though that it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? The stats were quite even. I think possession-wise, it was about the same. I think um, in terms of key, actually, in terms of key, I, I read something about key passes. I think we made three key passes in the game, and they made one. Yet they've scored three goals. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, okay, statistics. I no, no, I, I agree. I just that's yeah. I, I, I do agree with you. They but I'm are just saying. Bang, so they're banging goals in. We, you know, we've scored a few recently. Like we've won a few, three, one, and, and stuff like that. But I don't, it was. I mean. I just find I find that result completely unacceptable. To be no, honest, no, I just kind of get over it. I agree, it. No, I agree, but saying can't get over it. Looking at the next five fixtures, we got Aberdeen, Stanley. Um, you have to win that one heavily. I'd expect us to win that game. Um, when they've got Rotherham in the week, and then we've got Bolton, and then MK Dons um, in in the league, and then Lincoln. So the next five games, I'd be expecting. 10 points minimum yeah. minimum 11 I think minimum 11 I would say 10 from those I you, think yeah. Lincoln have started well but I think you know if you want to be sort of like you get you yeah. got to get a draw there yeah I, so you, you draw you're saying if you'd accept say a draw with Rotherham a draw with Lincoln and you'd take three wins, and three wins but from I would expect and Bolton and MK Dons big big wins in them games like not just I'm not bothered two, about the big or not I just no because the goal, goal difference matters we've got a plus yeah, one goal difference yeah. now shame we didn't have a free hit at Bolton in it when they were playing wow. children and now we're going to have to face a team which has got some professionals in it. I know, I know. But, there's been some some people that saying, suggesting on Twitter that you know, and being whinging and moaning about it. No, it's, the competition has been distorted. People trying to compare no, it it to things like, well, well, what if you sign loads of players on deadline day? No, they started the season with children playing for them, and they abandoned the game because they were too for the health and well-being had of to go the, to the school squad. or something I know. Like, <laughs> if we just went oh still, we're going to knock the Rotherham <laughs> right we're going to knock the Rotherham game on the head because like Denver Hume's got a headache or something like that we'd we'll get kicked out of the league like yeah, we'd get docked three points or something mm-hmm. I mean that is the situation that's happened at Bolton and the fact that's fine that they can I haven't got a problem they can sign 50 players in the transfer window now if they want to but they shouldn't have played a game before yeah, they signed those 50 I, players that's a difference I, I agree. No, I actually fully agree. agree with that. And but I agree with, I think it, I went known that it can be controversial and he can say things that I don't agree with. But he did have a point when he was talking about the, the situation of those two clubs should have been really sorted before the start yeah, of the season. Absolutely. It but has affected the credibility of the competition, the way that's gone on. It's great Bolton have been saved and everything. But I could, I, I, the argument against what you're saying is, in my opinion, very fragile, and I don't think it holds any it's water. It's the because Doncaster should be saying, "Why didn't we get to play them then?" Say Doncaster and Ipswich are going for the playoffs on the last day of the season, yeah. and Ipswich get into the playoffs on goal difference because they've got to play Bolton but children. It's the. But well, what if with... like Tranmere stay up or something at the expense of yeah. that? No, whatever. Because they they, they've, they've been won pretty five. bad this season. And, yeah, they've and, been terrible, and, and they won five nil. It's the same with Mansfield last year. I mean, I think it was Mansfield who finished fourth in um, League <clears> Two, 
So then obviously Berry came up. So they must be and now they, I know they, and they're yeah. struggling. Because yeah. I think cause that, all went on, the that all went on in January when this bloke took over back in December. But anyway, going back to Sunderland and then <laughs> talking about like playing Bolton and whomever else in the next four or five games. I think what I want to see, like, obviously, yes, I want to see them win. And as much as... Uh, I'd, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'd agree with Craig in that we were played off the park against Rochdale, but I did think I thought we got away with one a bit, especially late on. They should have scored later on for 30 minutes. Yeah. They dominated that game. They did. But what 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 I want to see? Yeah, okay, I want to see wins. And at the end of the day, if we get to the end of the season, we get promoted and we're scraped through every game one nil. I'm not really going to care that much. But that's not how it works. And I would just like to 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 me. We're a team that should be looking to dominate games in this division. We should be looking to do what we did against DFC Wimbledon nine times out of ten in this division, especially at home. Especially Agreed. at home. And for me, we haven't we haven't done it since the back end of 2018. We have really, apart from a few, like I mentioned Doncaster at home before, I thought we sailed through that game. That was a great performance back in April. But there's been, it's been so little and often hmm. that we've done it. Like, no, I agree. And I think, and I, and I, and again, like I say, if it comes across as arrogant, well, so be it. Because at the end of the day, this football club has the resources, it has the attraction, and I'll talk about this when we talk about recruitment. It's got the attraction to get people in, no matter how where we're getting them from, and that to get people in who should be some of the best footballers in this league, and they should be dominating games. Well, this is this this brings me on this idea that we've got to remember where we are. We're in League One. Well, yeah, we are in League One, but when we came down. And now, and at any point, I would say, well, yeah, we should, like, for instance, say we didn't have a manager, say Ross left for whatever reason, somebody like Chris Hutton's available. As things stand, we would I don't think we would get him because I think he would think I can get a championship job. If the takeover goes through, I think someone like him becomes a real option. The only reason the takeover is even in the offing to make somebody like Chris Hutton a realistic option is because of the size of the club. No one's buying Fleetwood out. Mm. No billionaires are coming in to buy Lincoln. Now, this is no disrespect to these clubs at all. This is just either their natural level or it's even above their natural level when you think about a club yeah. like Fleetwood or yeah. Accrington. We on we do not belong in this division. Well, that isn't arrogant. The well, club is well, far fact, too big like for this division. It's but, historically factual. This uh, is only our third season at this level in yeah. our entire history. But the thing is, the, like, re- the reason for that is because we're always we're able to sustain ourselves above that level. Yeah. So mm-hmm. my my opinion is just to finish it off. Sorry. Our mentality should be that we yeah, should sure. be. We should. I, I we agree. Should be the you, man, we should a, have a Man United fans mentality, but they have that in the Premier League. Well, in this division. I, I agree, but at the same time, you still got to have the hashtag respect hand clap emoji for the teams <laughs> that you're playing. Which no, we do. We will when we hair ruffle. Remember the hair ruffling oh, yeah, days? No, yeah. They're long gone. We're oh, getting ours ruffled. No, we do, but I, I don't think, and I'm, I know you're not saying this, but I think some people, if you say we should be beating teams like that, some people meet that with, well, you do, that's not how it works. Like you, don't, you don't just roll over anyone. Look, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that with the resources we've got, with the players we've got, with the manager we've got, with whatever, we should be winning games and we should be dominating games. And Gareth, like you said the word sustain there and look, I've banged this drum all summer and I'm going to keep doing it. People can bang on and on about being sustainable in this division. It doesn't work because the stadium's too yeah. big, the academy's too good. Look, like, it, it doesn't work. Like, people can go, oh, like, we're saving the future of the club and all that. We're not. We're not. All we're doing is realistically what is going on is if if we if we reel our ambition in 
we're going to get stuck here. And now, thankfully, it looks like a takeover's in the offing. It looks like these blokes have got deep pockets and big ideas, which to me is sorely needed because at the minute I just feel like it's it's all and I it, it's all kind of geared towards well this is where we are let's deal with where we are now and then hopefully hopefully we'll get out but hopefully we'll hopefully we'll uh, we'll have the club on an even keel the fact of the matter is if we're in this division next year the club's not going to be on an even keel because the the money that they get in drops dramatically. We've got a we've got a forty eight thousand forty nine thousand seat stadium there. We've got a category one academy. Like unless people are advocating selling them off, it's not going to be on an even keel. The need to get out of this. At Christoph twenty one. You've got any question finance questions for Chris? But uh, you, you you've got to answer them on there, aren't you? That's where that's where the best place to get you. Yeah, right. I'm gonna have to move house again. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, that isn't knocking anything that's happened in the current ownership and. In terms of their no, their ambition, and they've you know they've said we're, you know the hundred points thing, and they've kind of doubled down on it. And then you've got someone like I think you know Kevin Ball's kind of when we did the Q and A, Gareth, he, he's right. You aim high because the club should be aiming high. And as you've also pointed out, Chris, <clears throat> it's not like we haven't been given or put together a squad that does. It's not like oh, you're looking at it thinking. Well, it's a bit unfair of them to suggest that we should be winning the league with a hundred points when, when you know, because the, the, they haven't given them the players. Well, no, we've we've got a very good squad there. Even if you you can rotate that team to the complete second eleven, and I'd think it should still win pretty much every game in the division. So I think the tools are at the manager's Aside disposal. Aside from the fullbacks. That's the Which one we area we can't really rotate them because we haven't gotten any rotate. This is the thing. I, I, that is that right? That is an issue. The fullback I, positions. I think. Look, I, I think it's still one of the best, better squads in the league, but I don't know that it's as strong as people keep saying. Depth-wise, I don't think there's anything else in the division that can touch it. Depth in, like, in most in most areas, apart from fullback. I, I, would think that's, I would. Well, tell you what, we'll do. We'll have a advert. Probably what. There was, you know, adverts about what to do if you're an EU national before 31st of October. That might be the advert. <laughs> what, what advert will it be? Romnesh Ranganathan? Maybe it's his advert. Who knows? But whoever's got a message. Oh, Alan Smith's advert for Skygo. It's not Skygo, is it? Now TV. That's it. That's one. Let's find out who it was when we come back. <laughs> Thanks there to Alan Smith stroke. The government stroke Ramesh Ranganathan, whoever it might have been, whoever for that was, beautiful yeah. advert. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happened to Squarespace? They used to be oh. the podcast advert of choice. I know. Maybe everyone's got a website now. Maybe, because <laughs> maybe they've, all, they've oversaturated the marketplace, yeah. haven't they? They've, they've literally owned it. Yeah, but yes. So we should probably talk about the the transfer window came to an end. Very sexy European transfer window. It's better than the. Uh, Premier League Championship transfer window which closes on August the 8th yeah, lazy we, we get the one that gives you a little bit more hope and then yeah. bats it away yeah remember just a couple of weeks later we could just take all the players that didn't get a move <laughs> remember <laughs> after that we could just have all them um, well, we haven't got any well. of them that yeah, well. we haven't got any of them yeah. Um, but yeah so we signed um, a man <laughs> today just a man from, um, <laughs> from, from <laughs> just a man from Leeds Um well, I mean, he's barely being in Leeds by the sounds of it. He only played five games or something. Yeah. Seven yeah. games, sorry. He, he, he's not very popular among the Leeds fan base who 
seem to think he is possibly <laughs> one of the worst ever footballers they've ever had. There was a had. great tweet <laughs> because people go, well, you've been negative. It was funny in the, and it was cutting and it, it I'll not, I can't <laughs> say exactly what it said because I don't know if you can get, I don't know if Ofcom regular podcasts, um, but yeah, it was basically said, um, that's for 73 UC words. Oh, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, so that was the um, that was what he thought of well, um, this look, fella. Look, this fella the Bock. Just a man. Jules, Jules Julien's, Lawrence, Lawrence, same thing. Same thing. All the same. This is very disrespectful. The man could actually do a very good. No, well, I'm not saying he's going to be bad, and I'm not going if he just gets his head down, works hard, all that kind of thing. Excites the fans. All that kind of rubbish you usually hear. No. So what what you could say is that what. You want to take take out the he's been playing in the championship for a team. Well, well, he should have. He's been not playing in the championship. One of, one of the more sort of positive uh, slants on him was basically he yeah he wasn't very really good. He signed on the hacking bottom, didn't he? Yeah, and then he got no, he, after he was five there before minutes. him. Oh, it was he? All right, yeah, he okay. and then he, he did get a little run on the hacking bottom, and then he went. It was and like I, Tom Pierce took over yes. from, and he's, he's I think a he brought football, him in. To be fair. Wait, so anyway. Whatever, some some other championship man. <laughs> Basically, championship be, man. because he doesn't he doesn't fit in <laughs> doesn't fit in under Bielsa because Bielsa likes the whole wing back thing. And oh, great! I'm glad we signed him for well, our new system. Well, this is what I, d- I didn't understand. Was well, wait a minute. If that, is, I mean, that's just one person on Twitter's opinion. Yeah, Do- doesn't mean necessarily that that you know he's not going to come in and bomb up the wing and look bang crosses in. I, d- I don't know what he's like. To me. Look, I'm not. I'm not going to write him off. Like it. Look, he, he could be as bad as the Leeds fans are saying. He could. He could be quite good. But he's could, in League could, One as well. He could be, well, exactly. could be much he's better in this division. He's in the league below. We've replaced one club rouge, former exactly. club rouge, left back with another. Exactly, and he costs so much less. So it's great. Yeah. But no, I, I think like I'm not going to. I'm not going to write him off. I think. The I pro- am. Well, the problem. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, not I'm the not. problem I had. The problem I have with it is. It, uh, I think it was you that said this to me earlier today, Gareth. It feels very much like we've just gone, right, who's available? It doesn't feel... Oh, it definitely like, is. Like, there's no way on earth that they've gone, hmm, he was an option. Because yeah. if he was, they would have got him in like, yeah, they would have got him ages ago. They've basically just rang around the agents at the know and gone, uh-oh, we need a left-back. Yeah. Who have you got? Ava- would, who's available? Who can be, we do a deal for? I'd be astounded if we've, if we've watched him much. If at all, if at all, yeah, and I and <coughs> I, you, look, we don't know. Speculate. I mean, I mean, somebody, somebody, we might be being unfair, and somebody at the at the club might go, look, we we saw him last season in these games, and we were scouting other players. But I don't. Do we actually have scouts who go abroad? I mean, well, we, I think I, they will have said basically so. we had to pay the scouting right back. Which is fair enough. We're in League One. How many League One clubs are scouting you? Well, there's a lot yeah. of foreign players in League One that, and we don't seem to sign any. I mean, I'm, the, I'm, the thing is, Craig, what, what okay, you well, said. Okay, that's fair enough. I'd, what you said. Just, there, look, Nand, like I don't know whether, like Nand, I was talking earlier, you know, about Nandoy um, uh, at Blackpool. Blackpool. Looks a really decent player. I thought he was great against us last season. He scored five goals, I think, this season already. And where did they bring him in from? I'm not totally sure. Shall I find out? Well, I was going to say, but he's French. Thing, I was going to say so just because of players. French. He's probably like from Man- like Chelsea's exactly. like reserves or something. Just because of players French London's doesn't like mean the sixth then, biggest yeah. French city, isn't it? Well, well, that's, that's the stat. Here he is. Well, Let's have a look. Not well for now. For now, yeah. For now, yeah. I mean, but like, it'll be the joke, sixth biggest colony so, soon. <laughs> I mean, 
Chris has gone <laughs> off on he's an some wild he's an tangent career. Here. He's had an interesting career, to be fair to him. He hasn't really kicked on until he's got to, to Blackpool. To this happens fair. a lot in the League One players. Le Havre 2, not as good as the, the original. Mm. Um, <laughs> Poissy. Pardon? I don't even know who that is. I don't know. Just keep Sorry, keep them coming. Chester, <laughs> Chesterfield, and then he he was oh, on loan at Tramere, on loan at Oxford, on loan at Stevenage, Leighton Orient, Blackpool for two years, and then he left and went to Bacot, Barocca. Barocca. Um, I don't think that's the uh, yeah 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 um, and played no games and scored no goals. Obviously, <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, <laughs> I love how we're doing a deep dive on somebody went, who plays for Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. And then, we he went back, then he went back to Blackpool, um, where he scored ten in forty-three, no, which isn't Wikipedia, According to Wikipedia, so there you go. There's my, there's me looking stupid now. Well, anyway, no, but I, I think the point that we're trying to get at is. He scored fourteen goals in all competitions <laughs> last year. Sorry, but like, anyway, can we just leave anyway. him? No, no. I'm hoping Thanks. we still get Anything him in. Else? He's my Marcus Madison. <laughs> <laughs> He's my Marcus Madison, I decided. Did you realise we managed to get through the whole conversation about the game without mentioning his it's name right. once? I mean, he did absolutely destroy us. <laughs> the thing well, is, well, that probably what he probably just tried out in that game. That Nobody, doesn't mean... He's involved. As they said, I listened to your uh, performance on the D3, D4 Oh, yeah, that's podcast. available if you want to hear somebody but... out of the depth talking about League <laughs> 2. That's the podcast for you. Well, weirdly, on the, I was listening to it. It got halfway through, so we were about to hit League 2 and the League 1 section repeated on Spotify. Well, did it? So I don't know what happened Maybe there. I was so good in the League 1 section that they just hit the League again. 2. It's like, just, I was like, why am I listening to this about Paul Lambert again? I, I don't know why he's being talked about anyway I, I think um as they pointed out though on there that he is involved in a lot of goals oh yeah yeah he and is, he was again on saturday he is but that doesn't mean that agreeing to spend two and a half million quid on a bloke who's well, out of contract the probably the don't have a spare two and a half well, million no, we don't, but even if we did, anyway. this is and this is what concerns me about the current setup that i feel like if we did have two and a half million pound which we might well do soon i i am concerned that we would have just gone and chucked it on him, and to me, it it's completely unimaginative. Like it's, at the other at the end of the day, like I look at I look at our strategy or lack thereof since last May in recruiting players, and to me, nothing is linked up. Like I don't see a theme where we've like gone. This is the type of footballer we're going to go and get. This is the type of player we're going to go and get. This is the formation we're going to build towards. Like at the end of the day, Jack Ross, I don't. There's, there's clearly a breakdown in communication somewhere mm. along the line because Jack Ross wanted to play with wing backs at the start of this season, and we are demonstrably weaker in both of the full back positions. Well, we are. I mean, at the end of the window, our left back situation is worse than it was. Well, the thing the, the at the left, end of last season, now the left we had, back we, thing, we had we had Reese James. Like now, Reese James would play every week. Not it's enough, mad, isn't it? And not that, enough is being crazy. said. Well, not enough has been said about that situation. And I don't know why, because at the end of the day, Reese James had the option to extend his contract. He extended it, and then what was it? Two days or the next day, the sold him to Doncaster. Why did they do that? Why did they like? And to me, the only thing you can look at is they got offered some money, and they went right. I tell you what, we'll take that. We'll worry about this later. Now they knew they were going to get rid of Oviedo because they paid him off. They waited until he got back, and then they paid him off, and then he, he immediately got a club. So they knew that they were going to be left with Denver Hume, and that was it. So what on earth have we been doing for three months? Can we just talk? Just I mean, talk, they said, well, they said that, that the, the targets went elsewhere. But but it, it's really like at the end of the day, if we've played we've played six games now before we've got this lad in, that's like over an eighth of the season where. We can keep saying, yeah, okay, we've got the best squad in the league and all that, but 
There's 11 positions on the pitch and we're clearly lacking in at least one of them. Oh, we're deficient at fullback. Of course that, we are. That's we're deficient at both. But at the end of the day, and like we can go, oh, well, we've missed out on targets, we've done this, we've done that. Like At the end, and like, like I'm, I'm not having a great you here, but before what you said about on, the scouting. <laughs> no, but what you said about the scouting thing, like how many League One clubs scout abroad? Well, I'm sorry, but we've got the re- we should have the resources there this season, mind, to be able to do so stuff like that. My, well, my counter-argument to that would be you just don't need to bother at this level. You should be able to assemble a squad at Sunderland but I think, without having to but, spend resource on that, well, which would be is, fine if we'd done that. Now, you can argue... So I think there's an there's an interesting kind of paradox going on in... in like I can't speak for every supporter. I can only really speak for myself. Um, but you do see online there's this idea that on the one hand, we should go and spend two and a half million on Madison and the club are mad for not doing it. But on the flip side, we're League One and we should know our level. Now, I'm not saying the same people are saying the same comments, but there's this there's this conflict almost between it's a weird, it's a people weird don't thing. know how to kind of envisage the position, which is understandable. It's almost like cognitive dissonance or whatever that phrase is that people like to chuck around. People, you just chucked it. I just chucked it out there, threw it into the mix, <laughs> it into the mixer. But no, no like I, I agree. You know what I mean? We're, we're kind of me included. I find it very hard to take what I saw on Saturday because, well, I find losing three 0 hard to take. But it's a way to Peterborough. That's a team we beat comfortably in the League Cup or the FA Cup or whatever the hell it was a few years ago under Martin O'Neill. Cup, well, we've beaten them a couple of times. We beat game. them in the in the cup run to uh, the 2014 yeah. so final. Valentin Roberge getting on the score sheet that day. Oh, I remember that. British on was, was paying up from for Peterborough. So there you go. Like to me, there is still one of Kevin Ball's victories. There's, some, there's many stints of something. Yeah, there you go. Very misty evening, if I remember yeah. well. Yeah. I think so. Misty eyed. It's still mm, difficult yes. to come to terms <laughs> with. Poirier was waiting in the wings. Was, anyway, but yes, it is difficult to come to terms with the fact that we are now of that level and <laughs> being We're rubbish. hammered by like them. But, but I think you know that is, it is a rubbish level of. I mean, it, it it's is. it's better than I thought it would be, but it's still it's in garbage. the scheme of four divisions of football, it is not as good as the ones above us. And Clearly, if but we the, if we, when you watch some of those games at the top level of the championship, you think we would be absolutely roasted in a league game. Yeah, and that's fine because this is yeah. one of the reasons why you shouldn't spend two and a half million pound yeah. on Marcus Madison Correct. now because you go up and you've got this two and a half million pound player who may be good enough for the bottom half but you don't really know because no one's ever taken a chance on him and people have declined to take a chance on him this summer because he's clearly been touted around by well, his owner did you see the Peter Verona came out this morning and uh, defended Marcus Madison because he'd go- been on a night for, out for going out on a Saturday night and said look what's wrong with him going out and he's, he's had a great day at work on Saturday what's wrong with him going out and celebrating now okay I understand the premise of it but at the end of the day Top level footballers don't do that. Well, top, but then top. we did see McGeady and well, McGuire were out on an. I'm not saying they were out. <laughs> but no, and you, then we got relegated. Well, exactly. That's just hard. Like, and and I'm, not saying, I'm not saying McGeady and Maguire were out drinking in Durham because I don't know if they were, but they were out and about. And some of the lads have been spotted out in like Newcastle, for I'm instance. I'm not bothered about it. That doesn't bother me at all. I'm not that bothered about it. But what my point is is that if we go and spend two and a half million quid on him, he's never done it above this no level. I know I've so, reiterated that as well a lot to me <laughs> to me the thing is, it's it's completely unimaginative as, as I've said before like I, I was saying to Gareth before and I know these these are like rare examples and that but um, Jamal Lowe who was at Portsmouth mm-hmm. signed for Wigan they signed him from a team in the National League South right mm-hmm. they signed him in January him and I, I can't remember the other lad and he's obviously fallen by the wayside because I don't know where he's at now but they signed two of them 
he's gone on to be a good footballer. He's playing. He's playing for Wigan now. Uh, Joe Rebo, right? Okay, he had a poor game yesterday in the for Rangers, but Charlton got him from Staines Town, like, and and he was one of the better players in the league last year. Well, Madison himself came, came from, from the Gator, not, yeah. didn't he? So that's what, that's what I mean. There's no re- look. I'm not saying that like we should be actively scouring every minor counties league or whatever in the country and that. But to me, the <sighs> At the end of the day, it's costing us more money. I mean, like we haven't we haven't talked about um, our major outgoing idea, which is Jack Baldwin's gone on loan to Salford. He's gone. That's, amazing, that's an amazing move. That is. Well, it, it's remarkable. Not, not only. <laughs> I mean, he'll he'll be like a he'll cruise through league too. He'll look oh, like yeah. you know Rio Ferdinand yeah. and his prime or but something the thing down is, there. Like I mean, I wouldn't be surprised given the money they've got if we've been offered a loan fee or something because I mean the reports today were we we pretty much accepted straight away and then it was up to him whether we actually wanted to go. But to me, like, Jack Baldwin's one of the only people we actually spent money on last season. And now we're in, we're, we're a year down the line. He's only, he's got two years on his contract, so he's out of contract when this loan deal finishes. So don't I mean, bet on him playing for us again. If you if you look at it, sorry to interrupt, Chris, but if you, if you look at it, a lot of the, now this is, I don't want people to like steaming and saying, yeah, you know, it's much better now, or whatever, that's your opinion, whatever. But a lot of the same kind of stuff's happening, yeah, but is. just on a smaller scale, because yeah. people used to say, well, why are we bringing like someone like Virginia in, mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's playing every week when either we've got players with equal, who are as good as, or have potential in our own academy. Why aren't they getting a chance instead of him? Or why aren't we like looking into the championship, whatever, bring a player in there? Yeah. We sign a left back, who has had a disaster at Leeds. Like, yeah. there's, there's no... You can't dress it well, up. He's had a disaster at Leeds. Doesn't mean we, he's going to be a disaster Oh, no. We'll, we'll I'm just saying. Just to reiterate, no one's saying, saying he's going to be no, terrible here. But I'm just saying, it's the same <laughs> pattern. It's like, well, so it, we've gone all... God, like, when we signed Mika on the... And I'm not comp- comparing him in, in that he's going to... This career's going to go the same way at Sunderland. But it's the same thing. We needed a goalkeeper. We tried to sign every goalkeeper in Europe and we got him and we spent £2 million on him. Yeah. And then we ended up releasing him. You, you know, you look at certain, well, we've spent like big money on certain players and it hasn't worked for them yet. We brought in someone like, you know, Will Grigg. We brought in Baldwin. Charlie yeah. Wyke cost yeah. a lot of money. We've brought in Baldwin and Luke within O'Neill a year, money. within a year, he's gone being sent well, out on loan and one of the only players the, we spent money on. So the people group, talk, people talk about sustainability. People seem to be, a certain section of people seem to be talking about sustainability now. I'd be interested to know if they were talking about sustainability when we're in the Premier League because I would have rather have been sustainable in the Premier League than then get dropped down the leagues and then decide we're going to be sustainable in League One I'd because be, we're not. I'd be interested to know what their immediate reaction was to us spending more than the rest of the league combined had spent on transfers on one player in January because Bayern Will Griegmine did not tally with this idea of sustainability. Not at that price. Like, And I know people will go, well... Were you complaining that we signed Will Grigg? Actually, at that price, yeah, I was at the time. I said because we don't know how the deal structured, not to be fair. So. We don't, but we all know that he's. We spent, and I was happy that we brought we spent, him. In. I was happy we brought him in, but not for that price. And I, I, think, I will say that I did question from the start whether he might be his. It might turn out to be Ross's Defoe in the sense that I just from what I had seen of him, which was very little, but I kind of feel like it's been borne out. He just. He looks like someone who wants the ball early over the top, and we don't really play like that. We just we and haven't set the team up for him, but I think well, that's that's what I'm yeah, I'm making. Yeah, why would I still? I think it still. I think it still work for it. I work think for it, can. And, and you know, hopefully, will he's obviously a decent player, and he, he played seems quite, like a good lad as well. He played quite well um, 
like for a period last season where you had, I was I think it was him and um, McGeady and Maguire yeah. were all playing together and they, they play, even though Grigg was missing some chances they still were playing some nice stuff together um, so he's a decent player but it's obviously just not well, clicking at the moment that's the thing and I mean like let's let's be honest like he scored goals everywhere he's been apart from and he scored during the week and I, I was delighted for him and hope, hopefully that pushes him on but he, he hasn't had the best eight months eight, eight nine months here but and as much as I'm still very sceptical of how that deal went about and I still think it was a panic buy at the end of the day, there's still enough there for the manager to be getting a bit more out of them. Like I, I won't, I'll never deny that. And I think, I think the manager would, would probably admit himself that he should be doing a bit better. But I think the problem for me in this this window that we've just had and today as well has kind of borne it out is that for me the recruitment team doesn't appear to be fit for purpose because look, like we, this was last year. This was an opportunity for us. We're down here. We're not going to get relegated. We're not going to go any lower. We know we're not going to go any lower. We know we can attract players because. We're a big club in a in a small league. We know we know we can get players in. This was an opportunity to go right. I tell you what, we're going to get a strategy in. We're going to do like we're going to do like what Brentford do, or like I know it sounds ridiculous because they spend a fortune doing, but Liverpool do it when they, they invest in all the data and that sort of thing. Like this is this is the way things are moving. But instead, our transfer policy from the outside looking in appears to be: Have we heard of this player? Yeah, let's go buy him. Is this player available? Yep, let's go buy him. And at times, it doesn't even feel like we've thought, like, Greg was a case in point. How is he going to fit at the team? We don't know. We've signed... We've but to be fair, that, that's, that's, a fit, that's a fit of many, many, many but clubs. It is, but, but, but what, do, me, what, what does that say about Jack Ross as well, by the way? Because what, that he's accepting it? No, because he wanted Greg. Well, apparently, he did want him in the... the he wanted him in the summer right. and the yeah. January. Maybe whether he wanted him at the price or whatever, I don't yeah. know. Forget the price. He... Suppose, but well, you know, why wouldn't you? He wanted that player, right? That, yeah. That's the information. That's what we've all been told. And why would we think any differently? He wanted the player. Why did he want him? What had he seen in Will Gregg, apart from his goal record, that was yeah. like, the way I want this team to set up, and you've talked as well about, well, this season he wanted to bring the wing backs in and all that. And whether that happens or doesn't, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted Gregg to spearhead whatever the attack was, whatever the system was. Now, obviously, I don't think he really would have wanted to lose Madger. Nobody did. No. But he went. And that was the replacement. Well, there's something somewhere, to me, unless he envisaged changing the way the team plays completely, because he just doesn't... Well, the thing is, this is what I was saying before, like, there's something that's not joined up, because Jack Ross... For good, or, for better or worse, wanted to play a three at the back this season with wing backs. Now we've abandoned that three games in the season. So, <laughs> is it the case that he wanted to do that? Thought he had the players for it, and and then realised, oh god, I really don't. Or is it the case that he wanted? Or is it the case that I, mean, I could have told him that before? Well, yeah, you, 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 so, were, you were an advocate. No, but, I do. I like. No, I like thing, the system. No, the thing is, uh, then, like the so then the question you ask is, well, that's pretty stupid from Jack Ross. So. Um, if that's the case, is it the case that he's been told, oh yeah, we'll get, we'll go get these in, we'll go get these in, and we haven't got them in? Like, I, I imagine it's somewhere in the middle, but something something isn't joined up. And the problem is, like, we look at the you look at the team. We've already touched on it. Centre and midfield. We've bought a lot of kind of midfielders who do exactly the same thing. We've bought a lot of like kind of I don't want to say plodders, but like quite like. This fairly pedestrian. Pedestrian, yeah, quite slow. I mean, look at like we've talked about Baldwin, like 
well, how, look, how we many, just, look how many centre halves we've signed. I would, so, I would talk say about that Baldwin. He played well at the start of last yeah, season. He did. He I did. praised him as much as anyone. He did. But Ross had said things like, you know, he's come in and he's someone we want to grow with us, as yeah. in, go. And he couldn't, he's seemingly, well, I want him replaced within a season. So it's gone from, we want him to grow with us to he's gone. Now, that's something about that. That's the nature of the level. But they must have seen something, and this includes the manager, in him to think he is somebody who can come in and probably do it at the next level. And now he's in League Two on loan. It's quite sad, I think, for Baldwin because he's probably you know he's come. He seems back, like a good lad as he well. Seems he's come back, you know, home essentially. You know, he's local. Lo- he's from isn't he from down well, south? Well, I think he lived. At, he was up at Hartlepool, wasn't he, for a long time? He was, time. but I think he, he's actually birthplace is, is like right, Essex or something. I might then. be wrong. That could be talking rubbish. To be but honest. yeah, that was the pitch. Though it was like he's coming back to an area he's familiar with. Yeah, and all that kind of thing, and it was going to be like, right, this is a club I'm gonna, you know, like you were saying. Grow with into it. it but and it looked like he was at the beginning yeah. he looked yeah. like captain him, material yeah, him and Flanagan were good um, he played a lot of games at Leuven's and obviously then Osterk got fit Osterk's been Osterk's probably our best centre back yeah he's been good and I think, include, Will, I think Willis, played, Willis, I think Willis played well he, the he was the best of the bunch on Saturday um, I would agree with that but yeah we've still conceded three goals in the game I think that you know but the back foot so it did <laughs> I've said we don't concede goals necessarily because the back four is bad or the individuals are bad. We concede goals because we concede loads from crosses all yeah. the time. We still mm-hmm. haven't resolved that. We couldn't do it in the championship and we couldn't do it in League One last season. Yeah. We conceded from free kicks. We conceded from corners. Just crosses. That's that's an organisational thing. Yeah. You keep replacing the individuals and that hasn't stopped happening. I do feel like there's a bit of a... and still a naivety there across the board that the the need, the need to stamp out why when you've got you've got basically a, this is a completely different yeah. back four to the one that started I last just think season. in the whole in the whole insane. in the whole squad I think there's a I mean he, a naivety there that sometimes it raises its head and when it does things like what happened on Saturday can happen yeah. um, here's a question like and I know people have gone back and forth on this on social media and in the pub and whatever else but the squad we have now Transfer window is short. Is it stronger or weaker than the one that we finished last season with? Well, it's demonstrably weaker than the one that started last season. What about the one that finished last season? I think because we haven't really got fullbacks. In. That's the issue, isn't it? I think I think it's weaker, and I think if it wasn't, I think for it's that, weaker in the centre of midfield. I do. Or without Lee Catamore, we've lost Catamore, lost Oviedo, we've lost. And um, Matthews. I know he Matthews, didn't play all the time, yeah. but you had a brilliant throw. Lost Reese James. <laughs> His throwing set up goals. To, to me, the, the Reese James as well. Of the Reese yeah. Reece- James thing is is baffling, and the Reese James thing. I know we've already talked about it, the Reese James thing is the one that possibly gives me most cause for alarm about what we're doing at a recruitment level and whoever's whoever signed that off because that's that was an extraordinarily short term move. Like that was like that was like oh, Doncaster coming for him. We're gonna afford to let him go, or we need—God forbid—we yeah. need to let him go. Do you know what I mean? To and be like, to be fair, though, you know, we we're talking without the information that are, they've got to hand. We're making assumptions, and you know, we don't to play we don't devil's know. advocate because it's unfair. To like you know, throw the whole recru- recruitment team on the bus. My, my argument would be, you know, they might be sitting there. If any one of them's listening, tearing the hair out, going, "Well, actually, this I is what happened. This, this is what happened. This is what happened. This was a chain of events. Did we make a mistake there? Did we not?" These were the left backs we want. They might go. Here's five scouting reports on 
Yeah. Another the one we did. Thingy the thingy. You no, that's fair. Name, what's think... he called? De Bock. But... We've his five scout reports on him that we had when he was at loan on his in the Belgian mm-hmm. top league last season because this is you know this is the way we're going about things. I, I that's agree. Fi- that's fine. They might do that, and they, they might be sitting there thinking we're we're talking a lot of crap. And, we can only you know, we can only yeah. see it based on what we see from the outside. And I think I still we've think... seen enough now to to be able to come to that judgment yeah. that there isn't I would there isn't that. a shot. I agree this, with this, you on the like this. I just feel like we'll do like imagination. It's like let's just let's look in Scotland. Yeah. You but know, then, but then it, it's like not just, it's not Scotland, when I see a recruitment, let's look, let's look. When I see a recruitment know. team, I, I'm not absolving the manager from that line because yeah. we've we've been told time and time again that the manager absolutely takes yeah. it manager off. signs yeah. off, and it's so it it's a whole. It's not trying to throw any one individual under the bus. It's it's a whole team affair, you, and like you, I see, you're saying, it's a systemic kind of. Yeah, it's thing. a systemic thing, and the and the, the most the disappointing thing is, look, we all know before these guys came in last year. The worst thing this football this this football club was bad at a lot of things where it was absolutely terrible at recruitment. Like look at how much money we have wasted well, on bog okay. standard footballers for Is years. It? So last season, last summer, we're in such a bad situation squad wise where they they had to probably overpay on a few but we needed to put a squad together. It's not like an av- most League One teams though, actually the amount of turnover of players. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why everybody's on a two year deal. But but we wouldn't make a profit on a single one of those players except maybe Luke 09. And he was brought in as a midfielder and is now seemingly a right yeah. back. Yeah. Um, Luke Munderbeim was a right back as well, apparently. Well, I'd heard the opposite. <laughs> but you just. There you go. It depends who's. I mean. Who's telling the truth? Well, <laughs> who knows where that information even came from, but I'd heard they were interested in him because they, didn't they want him when we signed him? I don't know. I thought they we'd basically beaten them to the, to his signature. He was quite sought after because obviously he's like kind of a lower league Lampard or something like a goal scorer midfield player. And like the you know most teams play one up front now and yeah and all that kind of thing. And Luton when they play that diamond, wow. he would have played off the front. The, 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 the key was, the key thing was if we signed that and Fenway. Then it would have been all right. And got as manager. (laughs) Marcus Bean in the middle. (laughs) Retired now. Public enemy number one. But that is, again, obviously I'm not having a dig at 09 there, but he's ended up now that, well, I think, think, yeah, he he does some good things because he's got an engine. But he never, he does not look like a right back. He doesn't look comfortable to me. Well, that's the thing. And I think last season, I mean, we spoke about it on here multiple times last season, um, he got a lot of goodwill by virtue of everyone was saying he's a centre midfielder being played out of position. Now, to me, look, okay, maybe Ross has decided he's a right back. I agree with you, Craig. I don't think he is. I think, like, I mean, Gareth, you said before, I don't know if it was on here or just before we started, you were saying he, he played excellently down at Burnley in centre midfield. Right, in midfield. So, so like, <laughs> to, guess me, what? to me, it's his like, position. Yeah, well, to me, that it's not O'Neill's fault that he's been asked to play at right back. And of course it isn't. Team, teams actively targeted him. Last, like, people forget teams actively targeted him last season. So it's not like, it's not like we're being, we're going, well, he's a midfielder, he can't be a right back. Other teams are looking and saying, well, this lad's been played out in position. They scout us, they watch us, so they're going, well, okay, we're going to go after him. It's so that it, kind of balling behind over the top. We shouldn't be in that position. No, that uh, that is the one and area. I should look going nine. But I, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I still think you can put out pretty much two 11s with enough quality yeah. and firepower to beat, I would say, nearly all of the league. 
when you come to the top six, I think you that, need to be a bit more refined yeah. in your approach, which he wasn't on Saturday against Peterborough. The manager would basically played two up front. I think my issue with that. Final, final it, point, Chris, because it's gone on for eight, we've gone on for ages, and Stephen will be like, you'll see the runtime of the pod come into the app, and he'll be fuming. Well, he should have turned. He should have turned up. He should have turned up. He should have turned up. You pathetic. <laughs> Last There's point. a lot of talk about Chris. on the transfer windows. It has, yeah. We, it's, Barely it's, even talked about it, the transfer. It, it, it doesn't feel as though it's lasted over an hour, which is where we are at the moment. <laughs> wow. Sorry. It's been quite the dissection. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what time people yeah. turned off? Final point, Chris, and then I'll wrap it up. Yes. Make yes. it good. Okay. Um, oh, you've very much put me on the spot there. No, I think, look, like Saturday was a very bad day at the office. Um, I don't. I don't agree that the, the squad is as strong as everyone keeps making out, but I, I would agree with you, Craig. I think it should be far stronger than the vast majority of teams in this league. My worry is when we come to play that top six. And I think, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a million miles away, but I think I think what disappoints me is I feel like we're going to be, it's going to be very similar to last year where we're one of the pack we're not we're not going to stride out and we're not going to do a looting is that what you're saying we're not yeah we're not going to do that and to me that's disappointing because realistically that's what that's where we should be that's where we should be aiming for but what i will say is because we probably have been a bit a bit negative today which <laughs> well it's hard not to be after well, you've just lost three three defeat, i don't but think I, we've been negative i think we've been constructive fair enough that's sound like a appraisal manager at work um <laughs> <laughs> this is your era yeah appraisal yeah. yeah. no um no i, I think I think, look, they've got... I, I thought... I didn't think at the time before Saturday that the Burton game getting called off was the worst thing in the world because we've had a pretty intense month. It gives us two weeks to regroup. And, you know, like, truthfully, like, I thought against Wimbledon and Burnley, I was like, okay, yeah, we're, we're getting into a bit of a stride. Like, we're starting to look decent. Wheels came off on Saturday, but hopefully... I mean, we've got Accrington next. We've already gone there and beaten them once. So the, the last thing for me would be, just to go back to the squad depth and the squad thing, Ipswich are currently ploughing the way through the league and they've basically got 14, 15 sort of was senior a, quality players. Was that a tractor pun? It wasn't, but I'm glad that I accidentally did it. My point, I'll come <laughs> back to it again, is there aren't big squads in this division. It's coming back to that thing where we've still got a Premier League mentality, even a championship mentality. Look at the team we've got. Look at the players you can bring in. That manager has got enough at his disposal to play on Saturday to look at it and go, I can pick a team. It doesn't just have to be the team that won the last game and say, Madison's a danger man. So I'm going to play, say, Dylan McGee, who looks sometimes a little slow on the ball for my tastes. But off the ball, he reads it and he knows how to pick up. You could have even had a man marking him if you wanted. You might think, God, we shouldn't be going playing any team in League One having someone man mark a player. But when they're that big a threat and they do that to you, maybe we should have. There are options in that squad that mean we can do things defensively as a unit. If you think the back far Flanagan can play fullback, there's another one we've forgotten about. Basically, I think that the club was right to set the target that it did in the summer in terms of what is achievable by that team and that manager. And at the moment, I think we're about on par to do what we did last season. And we need to see big improvements in the way we're playing. Well, starting at Accrington. Let's that's see the what, last thing let's I'll see what happens because you know we we could win our next three league games and people will be saying, oh yeah, great. What, what, exactly. What, what no, and that's fine. That happens. But I'll go back. And that's it. Like, the I last think, thing there's always there's always going to be. We're always on the edge of a crisis. Well, it's there's going to be pressure here because of the size of the club, yeah. 
And it's exactly what yeah. I said. And I, I've been, in my opinion, that's what's happened. Uh, the pressure. Yeah. And the other thing is... And the desperation to get out of it, that drives exactly. it, I think. It, that's what it, it is. Matthew said... I think it's a fear of not of being here again next no. year. It'd be boring otherwise, wouldn't it? But then, uh, as Matthew put it, as well, he's right. And, and I think we, I'd said it as well. You want to do not go into that game that isn't going to happen against Burton in sixth with everyone else with a chance of winning another game when you aren't playing. And then like last season, you're playing catch-up all the time and you're playing the, we've got the game in hand game and it never came to fruition and we don't, we need the momentum. We need to build up momentum starting at Accrington and we need to, I think we need to really put a marker down for the goal difference and for to show them, show people what we're about. You know, it's something we're talking about here. Let's be, let's, you know, embody what the size of the club is as a mentality as a fan base that doesn't mean go and spend millions of pounds on a player it just means yeah we've got enough there let's go and do it there you go I feel rallied already <laughs> sit on that for two weeks <laughs> just get him on yeah, the back yeah, page yeah, of the yeah, echo yeah, after yeah. every defeat yeah, <laughs> get him sacked again hey? sacked by Dick Advocat I, well who is Alan fair, Clark who well, I saw him off didn't I you did yeah he, he, he was did. calling us out but he was gone the next week. He was gone the week. next game, wasn't he? Cause, yeah, he was, because you, know, you were right. I was spot on. Don't cross Alan Clark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry if it went on a bit, um, but it's too late now. You've listened to it, haven't but you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sod, yeah, you know, if you if you moan about it. Uh, anyway, but, That was um, a great sign-off. Sod you then, and yeah, then you had to go on again. Um, so, yes, <laughs> no, I don't think there'll be a pod until... No. The um the Americans take over. Probably, if then. the Americans take over, maybe we'll do a special. Oh, should we go on for hour two? Because we forgot yeah, to talk about that. The, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, before that meeting game, sure there'll be a, a pod with Frankie and the the chaps through Newcastle, and um, yeah, we'll you'll hear from us again then, unless something exciting happens in the meantime, and then Stephen should be back on the Monday if he doesn't skive off again. Thanks for listening. 